Hello, my fragile bohemians. This is your strangely obese, starving artist, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his Outcast Downcast podcast, Beware the Harry Mango. So I'm going to plug myself this episode, and in addition to that, I'm going to tell you to buy something in which I'm involved. As I've mentioned before on the site, I've got a swell story in John Miro's Walk the Fire anthology called Aborted Love with Chaos Motor at Lucky Pierre's. A fun little tale about Congolese feminist revolutionaries, teleportation, a machine that does a bunch of crazy crap, a relentless fiancé, and a shitload of snails. Here's a little promo of the anthology for you. Walk the fire. The ferryman can guide you true through any flame and emerge from a crossing as young and strong as when first the flame kissed them. Fleets travel space for lifetimes, reach new worlds, challenge the black between galaxies, all thanks to the ferryman. But is there a price hidden in the ferryman's fire? The universe awaits. May the ferryman take you servingworlds.com Go check it out. Links in the show notes, but if looking with your eyes is too much trouble for you, you can also go to Amazon and type in the three most beautiful words in the American language, Matthew Sanborn Smith. I suppose typing with your eyes would be even more trouble. Today's story is about keeping warm during these cold winter nights that people north of me are probably experiencing, I think. You might warm yourself with a certain hot, hot literary subgenre, but once it's come inside after writing its name in the snow and you've got steampunk without the P, you're left with steammunk. God, I go to lengths, don't I? Monk by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Jane Henley got cold during one of those winter nights I mentioned in the introduction and went to the closet to throw some more monkeys onto herself. Her closet was stinky. The monkeys kept her warm all right, but they also made love to each other while they were on her. She would have swatted them off when they started that shit up, except the sexy areas were always warmer than the others. Besides that, she got free monkeys out of the deal. On particularly cold nights, she would read monkey erotica out loud in her bedroom. She had no idea what she was reading because she couldn't speak monkey, but oh baby, did that get them worked up. Then the damn social worker showed up and demanded they be treated for sexual addiction. She broke their addiction by hooking them all on heroin, and the social worker let it slide. He wasn't a very good social worker. Now, in order to keep warm, Jane had to stick her strung-out monkeys in the dryer for 30 minutes and then put them on immediately. They were always really thirsty after that, and she made them tea. Then there was the urination. It was turning out to be more trouble than it was worth. There was, of course, one more way to warm yourself with monkeys. Jane threw them all in the furnace. They didn't even fight to get out because living with Jane had become that much of a pain in the ass. But although monkey fuel is more efficient than oil, it only goes so far. Jane threw herself in the dryer for 30 minutes and was immediately taken out and warned by the social worker who hadn't left yet because his social workplace didn't want him back. Things got really hot then. She even got free not very good social workers out of the deal. Someone had to feed all these mouths because the social workplace wasn't doing it. Jane fell back on the one thing she was best at, throwing monkeys into furnaces. She became a monkey shoveler for a steam-powered hammer. Things were looking up for old Jane until John Henry challenged her hammer to a contest and tunneled through a mountain faster than she could. Jane was convinced she was out of a job, but luckily for her, John Henry died seconds later. However, she was then challenged by another steam-powered hammer, which had a steam-powered monkey shoveler. They raced to tunnel through the same mountain. Jane won handily because the steam-powered monkey shoveler was fueled with rhinoceroses, and the human rhinoceros shoveler dropped dead not long after the starting gun. Also, Jane just went back through the same tunnel her hammer had already carved. She became a folk hero to cheating monkey shovelers throughout this great land. Jane Henley was a monkey shoveling woman, oh lord. Jane Henley was a monkey shoveling woman. 
this story warmed your social worker, you can scoop it and other monkey miners' daughters at the URL of the primate shovel, bewaretheharrymango.com. Shriek blood-curdlingly, and the comments for this post are okie-finoki mail me, and we'll do the pogo at the punk swamp show at matthew at bewaretheharrymango.com, or take off vertically in the FNFF's nifty little plan at bewaretheharrymango at gmail.com. The SF and SF signal probably stands for speech impediment, which I just experienced five words ago, not to mention with every S in the show, except for those like the ones in the actual word show, which are followed by an H. After you're done here, take your thick tongue over to sfsignal.com, where I'm told they'll appreciate such things. But until then, enjoy the tho. God damn it. Tell your local Ganymede operator on the street that she's got the biggest moon you've ever seen. When she belts you in the mouth, tell her she's only proving your point by demonstrating she doesn't need that belt to hold her pants up. If you're still conscious after that, tell her to listen to this show. Tweet with coconut meat that all the tropical nut hunters on their list should follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity and we'll eat barbecued loose coconut sandwiches till we droop. This podcast oozes succulently from the slack-jawed mouths of genetically modified sex trade working leprous armadildos all over your heaping bowl of fresh from the oven, Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share like three 3.0 imported licenses. Until the one after this one, this won't be Matthew Sanborn Smith telling you that things don't always work out as planned when you mention to your entomology professor that you've always enjoyed buggery. Take it from me. And that's what he said. Good night. <laughs>